Welcome to the ChatGPT Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. If you follow the show, you know that I give a weekly update on what I am currently building in AI. A couple weeks ago, I announced the opening of the waitlist for my AI tool building platform, AIbox. I've been blown away by the interest I've seen in the platform. This weekend, I went through and looked at the waitlist, and I saw people from Microsoft, Amazon, Salesforce, Cisco, Ally Bank, PwC, TSMC, Ford, Deloitte, and McKinsey. So if you want to join these incredible companies and get on the waitlist, go to AIbox.ai. We'll be rolling out access to the platform in sequential order of who signed up first. Next week, Monday the 26th, I'll be in San Francisco meeting with some people. If you're a venture fund in the Bay Area and would like to meet up in person to talk about AI Box, send me an email at jaden at AIbox.ai. I would love to tell you more about what we're building in person. Today on the podcast, we're going to be covering three major stories in AI. The first is something that DeepMind has been up to with one of their new AI agents in the gaming field. The second is how AI stocks have propelled some of the world's richest people to over $150 billion increase in their net worth. And the third is the fact that Google is warning some of their employees against using the Bard chatbot. It's sort of ironic and kind of funny. We'll break all of this down on the podcast today. So without any further ado, let's jump into it. So the first story I want to talk about is the fact that DeepMind's new AI agent is a master of gaming. So I don't know if you remember how long it might have taken you to master some of those Atari games back in the 80s, if you were playing them back then, or if you are into retro games and play them now. In any case, this is kind of an interesting um, place to start because, you know, obviously we have a lot of these really old games that were easier than what you might consider uh, pro games today. And putting something like an AI on those is a good way to kind of ramp it up and see, you know, how it plays eventually modern games today. So what it essentially did is it developed an AI algorithm called Bigger, Better, Faster, and it was able to master 26 Atari games in just two hours. They released the code in the official study um, in conjunction with Cornell University. Um, And I think this is just another reminder that AI is going to make a really big impact in a lot of different areas. And as we slowly start developing AI algorithms and models that do specific tasks, Uh, We're going to be really surprised by the power they have. Of course, this is more along the lines of research, but you can imagine um, the implications of this. You know, let's say you get an AI to master a military strategy game. It would be interesting to see how much of that could carry over to uh, perhaps uh, real life action and military today. All sorts of implications in this. Really interesting. And, you know, this is straight out of deep mind. The second thing I want to talk about today is the fact that It's no surprise, uh, you know, despite the fact that a lot of people have been saying, you know, this is a economic downturn that we're experiencing right now. There's a lot of stocks that have been slipping this year. And the major winners we recently talked about on a podcast episode are the ones that have been investing in AI. So how much has that actually impacted the owners of these companies or the co-founders? Well, as it turns out, the world's some of the world's wealthiest people have seen, and when I say some of, I mean, this is a handful of people here, have seen their wealth grow by over $150 billion thanks to AI, um, which essentially has fueled the stock market boom for their companies and not for everyone's companies. So um, in this recent report that came out on this, it specifically covered Meta, who has been releasing a ton of different AI innovation, a ton of different open source projects um, recently in the AI space. And their shares have actually rallied 
4% this year. Um, and I think this is both kind of in due to all of this AI that they've been releasing. So they're definitely on the cutting edge, but also um, because Mark Zuckerberg has called, this is his so-called, I guess, year of efficiency. He's cut a lot of costs um, and that has lifted uh, the company, their profitability up quite a bit. And so he has actually made over $57 billion um, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index um, just this year alone. So the other one I want to talk about is Oracle's founder, which is Larry Ellison. Um, he actually just passed Bill Gates on Bloomberg Billionaires Index rich list. And this is the first time ever he did that earlier this week. Um, he was up $47 billion thanks to uh, his tech stock going up 55% in Oracle, which has made a bunch of pretty big and impressive AI plays. And the final one, of course, is, uh, well, one of the final ones is Bill Gates, who actually has, of course, a pretty large share in Microsoft, being the co-founder of that, um, and Microsoft being the company that really is, it's one of the main companies at the center of this entire AI boom, um, because they partnered very closely with OpenAI uh, right from the beginning um, and own 50% of OpenAI. So they're really seeing a lot of the benefit from, uh, you know, the upside in that company. So Bill Gates is actually up $24 billion this year thanks to his Microsoft soft shares, which largely, let's be honest, have been uh, rallying because of AI. I would say there's not a lot else that has really been buoying Microsoft. So that is $24 billion to Bill Gates exclusively from his Microsoft shares based off of AI. So the final one I'm going to talk about today, this should come as no surprise if you've been following everything happening in AI in the stock market. Um, NVIDIA has seen some pretty insane uh, rallies. They topped a $1 trillion market cap recently. Um, and so the CEO of NVIDIA, uh, their founder, Jensen Huang, has also seen his, uh, his overall wealth go up by over $24 billion, so pretty much on par with Microsoft. Um, and of course, that's pretty much due to the fact that the shares of NVIDIA, his chip maker, which makes chips and GPUs specifically for AI, has jumped and increased 192% um, this year alone. So overall, members of this list have seen their wealth go up $150 billion in this year, according to Insider Business Insider's calculations. So this is quite incredible. This is a very large and very substantial amount, all thanks to AI. The final thing I wanted to cover on the podcast today is a pretty, it's, it's kind of a funny story. Essentially, Google uh, recently told their employees in a memo to not use the Bard chatbot and not, well, not to not use it, period, but not to put any um, confidential information into that. This is kind of interesting because Google obviously owns Google Bard, so it's kind of ironic that they're worried about leaks from within their own company and within their own software. Apparently, they're concerned that employees are going to put sensitive information into the chatbot because essentially what happens with these is that there are human reviewers that sit down and look at the chats that are coming through um, and are able to review them, and they don't want those people to see what is going on. So this has been quite a big problem in the industry. Of course, ChatGPT is the one that has seen um, the most flack from this. Samsung last month had a, their own internal kind of thing where they said for their staff not to use ChatGPT for anything confidential. Amazon also said the same thing, do not share any code with ChatGPT um, because there are people reviewing on the other end that could see it. And that's according to some screenshots from Slack messages. Um, and so this is something that has been very big. Apple made a similar you know, comment to their employees not to use it. 
Um, and so I think this is a really interesting place where a lot of people are worried about their confidential information being leaked via these chatbots. And of course, it doesn't you know feel very good for security for everyone else. That being said, companies do have the opportunity, specifically with ChatGPT, to go through Microsoft's Azure platform and have their own personal instance of ChatGPT running uh, where the data is not looked at by anyone else. It is not used to train any other models and you own that and it's on your own servers. So there are other options and other solutions, which I think are going to only become more popular as we can see, obviously. Uh, companies are having big issues with trust in the space, and it's pretty funny to have a company like Google, you know, worrying about trust and safety of their own chatbot for their own employees. Very telling, I think, and I think that's why we're going to see um, a lot more companies using personal AI, even if these are popular models that are, you know, hosted for everyone, you running on their own servers exclusively for them. Um, so they're not worried about these kind of data problems and issues into the future. We just launched our AI creators discord community. If you're looking for a really kind of hands-on and innovative place to talk to other people making amazing things in AI, you need to join this community. Obviously, it's a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share prompts and software and tools that we're using to create really interesting use cases. We'd love to have you join and become part of the community. If you don't use discord, there's also always the Facebook group. I'll link both of those down in the description. You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week.